Welcome to TNR Fridays. In this episode, we're going to be covering the games coming up in the next weekend of college football. We're going to be covering all big games. We're going to be covering Arkansas, Clemson, Oklahoma, what's going on in their world, and what's going on in the greater span of college football. So make sure you're following, sharing with your friends, and thank you for listening to the podcast format of the TNR Sports Show. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the TNR Sports Show, Season 2, Season 2, Season 2, Episode 2. We're so close to football. Ryan, are we close to football? So close. I think it starts next week with like some uh, week Week zero. zero. Yeah, Yeah. we will be entering our second phase of TNR. You're going to get two episodes, week zero. I don't give give crap. Better not say a bad word this early in the episode. It might deter some people. Our moms are watching yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, man, I wanted to say something so nasty just now, and I didn't. Credit to me. Um, credit to me there. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, you will be getting the two episodes for week zero. I don't care. I think it'll be cool. Um, it'll get us kind of in the swing of things, you know, so that'll be interesting. I'm excited. We need it. My mood's bad. Everything's bad. Sports are such an integral part of my life, right? I mean, it's an integral part of many people's lives, but in my life, they're big because they bring me a lot of, you know, joy, happiness. I like sports, you know, mental peace. Um, and we have no sports. Baseball is miserable. If yeah. you like baseball, good on you. I don't. I can't stand it. Um, I hate it, um, especially Major League Baseball. I feel like there's not a group of jackasses who care less about their sport than Major League Baseball. In Major League Baseball, you can see I'm not a big fan. So, with that being said, I need college football. I need it desperately bad. The NFL preseason just doesn't cut it. Week zero, when you wake up week zero and you see that college game day set in Atlanta, Georgia, and those fans cheering, there's nothing better. There really isn't. And we're going to be there. Um, Not there, but we're going to be doing the episodes and we're going to be doing all this kind of fun stuff. So, get ready for it. Get ready for breakdowns. Um. One thing I was thinking about the other day, I'm not going to go too much of a rant about the future of TNR, but we're going to do preview shows. They're going to come out on Friday, right? Well, guess what already happened? I want you, I got a bunch of games on Thursday. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do about that. We'll see. Maybe I'll do like a brief 15-minute episode, solo episode just breaking the games down, especially if Clemson plays. Um, I know they like their Thursday games in the ACC. So we'll have to do something special for that, but we'll that will cross that bridge when we get there. We'll, we'll do it for special occasions, not like you know every week, yeah. Because I have like a bunch of stuff planned eight. on Thursday, on Wednesdays. Yeah. But um, when Clemson plays, or I guess I don't, does Oklahoma play on? Does the Big Twelve play on Thursdays? I don't think so. I just looked it up. Clemson has one Friday game like at Syracuse at the middle of the season. Um, and then let me check out the ropes. They might lose. Yeah, one of those. Um, Oklahoma just plays on Saturday, so. Uh, what about our, is that, I don't think no, I don't no, we don't do that. Uh, well, we do, but I don't know. Um, Arkansas's never done it, so. Maybe it's the year. Arkansas yeah. does play on Fridays when they play Missouri. Ooh, I don't even want to talk about the end of the season. I'll get depressed. 
Um, so let's not do that. Anyway, football is really close. Um, we're going to talk about a bunch of football stuff. You know, that's the only thing we can talk about at this point. It looms over us. It'll be here before you know it. This week is going by like a blink. Next so, week. I mean, next next week. Next week. So next week you'll have two episodes. Well, technically one, but you'll have one come out next Friday, and then the next Monday you'll have an episode. You'll have two episodes there, both on YouTube and and podcast stuff. So be on the lookout for that. That's big. We're back, baby. Actually, next week for week zero. I think, might, I think there might be a few games that are. Um, no, no, we'll, we'll get into that later. Anyway. Yeah, but anyway, look out for week zero. I'm going to start drinking during these podcasts. I don't know how I feel about that, but I might not do it on screen. But I'm thinking about chugging a couple of beers before we do these podcasts, really loosen me up a little bit. Ryan, right. what do you think about that? Very done it. Only our- like once or twice. That's not true. Don't listen to him. I'm a good person. <laughs> yeah, I have done it before. I drank the White Claws. I forgot about that. Oh, that was a long, that was during basketball, I believe. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. As long as I'm to get through basketball. I might enjoy me a beer tonight. Lord, okay. All right, anyway, anyway, anyway. AP discussion, let's do it. Uh, this, is, this is off to a wild start. Um, AP discussion. So um, I can read through it. Um, I was going to. It's pretty much the same thing. I'm going to just break down. Instead of reading through the whole thing, I'm just going to break down some notable changes and me and Ryan are to quickly, briefly discuss them because there wasn't anything too <gasps> dramatic. Um, and there wasn't anything too dramatic at all, actually. Um, but we'll just talk about what we noticed. Um, so Oklahoma and Clemson are switched and the coaches poll Clemson was two, Oklahoma was three and the AP poll, which is the one that most follow until the college playoff poll. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma's two and Clemson's three. Is it groundbreaking? No. Okay, who cares? Um, Iowa State moved up to number seven. Notre Dame fell to number nine. Again, is that groundbreaking? No. I don't think Notre Dame's going to be there. These are preseason polls. Yeah. Okay. Uh, one thing I forgot to mention last week is preseason polls are almost absolutely worthless. Yeah, half these teams won't even be there at the end of the season. And right. a bunch of random teams that aren't even close will be here. So just take that into consideration when we talk about these. I think it's important to talk about. Because it kind of gives you an idea who's going to be good. And I think a lot of the teams in here are going to be good. Like Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati plays Indiana and Notre Dame. Do you think – you're kind of off talk here. you think if they beat those two teams, they have a chance to make it in the college football playoff, they go undefeated? If they beat those two and go completely undefeated, win the American Conference, I think it's fair. I mean, they're, they're – I don't think they will. Indiana's I think they should have a chance. I think they should be in the discussion. If they go undefeated, and I think if they just beat Indiana and, and Notre Dame, uh, and then they blow out the American, they deserve to be there. They won't pick them. You also like if Clemson or Georgia or Oklahoma are fighting for Cincinnati versus that one spot, Cincinnati ain't getting in. Well, but they should be in the discussion. There's no question about that. I think that SMU will probably also be ranked. So you have three ranked wins. Um, if Clemson loses the Georgia, no, I don't think that matters. I think Clemson losing to Georgia is a wash. Or know. Georgia losing to Clemson's a wash. Either yeah. way, I think it's a wash. I don't know. I don't know that. I feel like Clemson's just so respected with Dabo Sweeney. Now, if Clemson goes 10 2, but Clemson going 11 and 1, winning the ACC chain, I guess 12 and 1 at that point. 
they're in. Nah, I don't think they'll. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I think there'll be a national outcry though, which would be, be a lot of biased calls for that. Which I mean, oh, they hate Clemson, so maybe they would put Clemson. They hate, they all hate Clemson. They hate Devil Sweeney. I am rocking my Carolina jersey tonight. That's because I am a unbiased fan. Last week I wore Clemson. This week I'm wearing Carolina. I am unbiased, but they do hate Clemson. They do hate Devil Sweeney. That's a fact. Um, Florida fell from 11 to 13. Groundbreaking. Um, nothing, 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 nothing until you get into the top 25, really. Absent from this poll, from the coaches' poll to this poll, Ole Miss and Oklahoma State, gone. Poof. Not here anymore, which I think is accurate. Ole Miss fans, ooh. I'm sort of really hate Ole Miss fans. They think they're really good, and they talk a lot of smack about Arkansas. Like, they talk a lot of smack about the Hogs. We beat them last year. That quarterback threw six interceptions in one game against Arkansas. You throw six interceptions in one game, you freaking stink. I mean that with a burning passion. I'm serious right now. That guy's a scumbag. Six interceptions in one game, you freaking stink. Matt Corral coming back, he's a loser. Ole Miss is a loser fan base. First of all, you're not even the top school in Mississippi. Well, you are the top school. But the fact that there's another one competing with you in the state of Mississippi is a stupid state. Is is one thing from another. You know what I mean? Let me breathe for a second. Brian, take over for a second. I'm mad. Wow. Uh I'm not wrong. It enrages me Uh the pride of old Miss fans. They suck. And their their baseball team's weird. Their football team's weird. Your coach has sex with multiple women on sororities. It's a fact. Like Kiffin cheats on his wife continuously. We all know it. It's a fact. You can't be a stand-up place like Arkansas. You know what I mean? With stand up people. So, do we want to go to the Bobby Petrino? No, whoa, 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 buddy. I don't mean you to whoa, relax. You're here. You need to be down here. We don't need to talk about Bobby Petrino. He was a good guy. He made a couple of mistakes when he had them. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> and by mistakes, I mean he destroyed the Arkansas football program for 10 years, but we all make mistakes. You know, what are you going to do? Anyway, anyway, um, okay, yeah, sure. you know, nobody's perfect. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of love myself in that one. I still hate Ole Miss. I still think Lane Kiffin's a scumbag, and I think they're a stupid university. You can't even drink in the Grove. They had like the best tailgate spot, but you can't even drink or cook barbecue. What's the point of a tailgate? To socialize on crackers and cheese? Get out of here! What is this? The North? Get out of here! Anyway, that's my little rant about Ole Miss. I hate Ole Miss. Hey, Houston Nut. You don't know who Houston Nut is? Go look him up. All right. Anyway, they're Ole Miss and Oklahoma State, thank God, are replaced by Arizona State. Big Arizona State guy. I like Herman Edwards. I think he's funny. And Utah, I couldn't tell you one player on Utah. A man coming here right now with a gun to my head. Carolina player went there. Oh, gosh. You're talking about Jake Bentley? I think he graduated. Did he? Yeah, I think so. I think he's in the NFL or tried to get in the NFL. Oh, it was the, uh, tech, one of the Texas Tech quarterbacks transferred there. I mean, obviously. You know, no I don't care. Yeah. Who? who? I couldn't name you one player on Texas Tech. Uh, Patrick Mahomes. I don't think he's there anymore. <laughs> I could be wrong. Right now. Jackson Mahomes is at Texas Tech right now. Is he really? No, I don't think so. Oh. Um, anyway, that was your um, – that wasn't really a discussion about the top 25. That was more me ranting about teams I hate in the top 25. 
or not in the top 25. Oh, miss. I don't, Ryan, any comments on that? I don't think there was anything in there that was too worthy of discussion. Nothing's really groundbreaking except that almost and Oklahoma State aren't there. We're replaced by Utah and Arizona State. Coastal Carolina moved up a little bit, I think, like two spots. Yeah, they moved up a little bit, but like, again, it's just pretty much the same thing, plus two different teams. It's just all shuffled around a little bit differently, but you know. that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, AP, disco, AP discussion over. Went, went, went. All right. Where are we moving now? We're moving on from the dip polls. We're going to do a little, a little cycle here with some of our favorite teams. Who's excited? So the first one we're doing is the University of South Carolina. Carolina, go Gamecocks. Um, anyway, um, I know Ryan's a big fan. Anyway, their quarterback, Luke Doty, has a foot sprain and is doubtful for the season opener. Um, no one can see that, Ryan. They're only going to see me talking. Hello. Anyway, hey, he, everybody. <laughs> they're only going to see Luke Doty. I mean, um, Luke Doty has a foot sprain. That's what they're telling us. And I believe him. I don't see any reason not to believe him. But he's hurt right now. He's hurt. And we're starting. Oh, I had his name pulled up. FCS quarterback. Oh, my goodness. Transfer quarterback. FCS transfer quarterback. Jason Brown took the majority of the first team reps this past week um, and this week right here. So what do you think? What do you think that how do you think this injury impacts South Carolina? And you think they're like gaslighting us a little bit. Maybe it's a little more serious than we think. Maybe it's not as serious. Maybe he'll start week one. We don't know yet. What do you think? Um, I, I could see him not starting week one, just be precautionary because he's your guy. I mean, yeah, I don't think you, you, your entire offense runs from him. You can say all you want that some FCS guy is going to come into the SEC and try and do something good. I don't know. I'm sure he's not a bad player. I don't want to bash him, but like, I will. He's a, a transfer from the FCS. It, it just doesn't. Uh, it's, Luke Doty is a high-profile recruit that came out of high school. He was a big recruit that Carolina really wanted, and they got him, and it's awesome. Um, he's very talented. He's a very talented guy. I also think that. Uh, I think that uh, Shane Beamer was really going to rely on him, um, especially for like read options and things like that, because he's a dual threat guy. And Carolina has has a couple of good running backs, really good running backs, and they got a good offensive line. So I think he would have seen a lot of read options, a lot of play action pass. I don't really know a whole lot about this other guy. I don't know if he's a dual threat guy or not. Yeah, we know nothing. Exactly. We know nothing. We've never seen stories <laughs> from the FCS. Exactly. About. And so if he doesn't have those attributes of a dual threat, I think we could see a South Carolina offense that was built for a dual threat guy be one-dimensional. And, I, and again, this guy could – this Kevin Harris can be one-dimensional. But how far can you rely on a running back? Who was their first game against? I don't even remember. Uh, I can pull up real quick. Uh, I mean, like, I mean, this guy could be, you know, a dual threat. I have no idea. I just don't yeah. know about it. And then um, if you throw him back in there, you got to start wondering, are you scared to start running the dual threat stuff, especially as he hurt himself? He got stepped on in practice. That was it. Um, he didn't realize he got hurt, got stepped on in practice, 
played the rest of the game, scored a touchdown on that same drive, came off the field, and I think started complaining after that. And that's what happened to him. Yeah. So, um, so Carolina opens up against Eastern Illinois. So that's easy. Like, yeah, I wouldn't play him. Yeah. And you're saying, unless that guy behind him is just abysmal. And your second game is against East Carolina. I would play in there. Um, at East Carolina. And then you, you, go, so you lose to them, you got a problem. Yeah. So You've got to beat him, them. So, yeah. I mean, you have to play, you pretty much have That'd to be beat one. Carolina and Eastern Illinois to make a bowl game. That'd be one hell of an episode. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, yeah, I would. Eastern Illinois should be a wash. And then um, Eastern Carolina. I that think might be. Uh, even without, I don't know, man. They lost to Appalachian State last year. You remember that, or two years ago? I mean, I, yeah, I remember that. But like, I, I think don't know. That, I mean, Arkansas though used to lose those teams all the time. Probably still will. So you know, I don't know. They might not be as good as they used to be. I'm not. I don't really know anything about East Carolina. I don't either, but like, I know they're the number one party school in the nation. Heck yeah, but about <laughs> that's about all I know. You know. So, um, I mean, I think I think a lot of that's probably like the old stigma of the past. Like they used to throw the ball so frequently, air raid East Carolina. That was kind of their thing. So I think that could have some play into it. We'll have to see. You know, you don't want to disrespect it. Why in the world? First of all, why is South Carolina going to East Carolina? And what world do we live in that FC uh, SEC program, the mighty SEC, is going to um, East Carolina? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I would start Luke. I wouldn't start him in that Eastern Illinois game. Hold him out. See what happens. And then yeah, I, I would hold him out just to make just to make sure. And East then, Carolina, so you throw him in there. Carolina. Hopefully, you he'll want, be better. You need you know, him. if you have any shot. Because you don't want you don't want this injury to start being something that comes up throughout the whole season. Then you got a problem. You got to keep him out until he's healthy. Like fully, because you can't reaggravate it. Throw him out there at eighty percent, then you reaggravate it, and he's gone. Versus Georgia and Florida and all these other teams, and you got a real problem. Yeah. Or Auburn, you know, you can't play around with some of these teams. So Luke Doty's injury, we will keep you updated. We will obviously discuss where he is headed, how he's doing, and all that. So that ends the Luke Doty 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 Doty. Do. Um, my goodness, my microphone went in and out there. I'm sorry, everyone. You want Luke Do 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 Do? Did I really Doty? I'll have to edit that out. Um, all right, next. Am I sounding good now? All right, sweet. I hit the thing. That's why I messed up. Oh my god. We are talking the Arkansas Razorbacks versus is does not versus anybody. Do the Arkansas Razorbacks have the hardest schedule in college football? The answer is yes. I just want to brag about how we have the hardest schedule in football. So Ryan, do you have the Arkansas Razorback schedule pulled up? I do. All right. You want to go through it? Yeah. Rice um, Owls. Easy. Texas. Uh, that'd, be, that'd be a good one. Georgia Southern. Probably easy. Um, Texas A&M at Cowboy Stadium. Hard. Georgia at Georgia. Hard. At Ole Miss. Hard. Auburn. Hard. Um, um, University of Arkansas Pine Bluff Golden Lions, easy, easy. Mississippi State Bulldogs, easy, probably. At LSU, hard. At Alabama, good God, do we even play at home once this season? 
Jesus. At LSU, at Alabama, at Ole Miss, at Georgia. What the heck? Cowboy Stadium. At A&M, at Cowboy Stadium. What in the world is rig job? Oh, I hate the SEC. God, what a bunch of scumbags. We have to already, that, that's impossible. We have to go on the road to play Texas A&M, Ole Miss, Georgia, Alabama, LSU. Let me repeat that. I think you can get to a bowl game. There's, there's nobody in the country that has to deal with that schedule. Oklahoma's schedule isn't that hard. Clemson's schedule isn't that hard. South Carolina's schedule isn't that hard. Alabama's schedule isn't that hard. LSU's schedule ain't that hard. Not that hard. And what world do we uh, live in? We played Georgia last year, too. What are we doing? Is Georgia our protected rival in the East? Maybe. What are they trying to accomplish by giving us Georgia two years in a row? They hate us. We had to play Georgia and Florida last year. Oh, my God. Those were our East guys last year. Now you got to play Florida, Mizzou, and uh, Texas. In Texas, I mean, we don't know where they're going to be. Missouri. I guess those are the only two East guys we have to play. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at your schedule. I don't think Auburn will be at hard. Let's be honest here. That is at home. And Auburn, like, they're not that good. Uh, Rice is a win. George Southern's a win. Texas, yeah, 50-50. Um, Ole Miss, probably 50-50. Auburn, Arkansas, Pine Bluff, Mississippi State, Mizzou, six wins. Seven and five. And two of the things are 50-50, so like you could, you know. Seven and five. Seven and five. Eight and four in best case. I would hate that five and seven, worst case, eight and four, best case. Seven and five, realistic yeah, I, case. But like, honestly, that's that's an improvement from where Arkansas has been. I mean, not from last year necessarily, but like, because they were pretty decent. I mean, we were three. Play. We were three and seven last year. Yeah. I know, but you were pretty decent, even like the games you lost. We got cheated in a lot of games. I mean, other than Florida and Alabama, I mean, we were all every game we played was close. Yeah. LSU, we lost by a field goal. Auburn, we got cheated by the SEC rig job. Oh, that still makes me mad at this. And M was somewhat close. Man, M was close. Yeah, until the um, we were competitive until the fourth quarter. LSU was close. And that too. was at A and M when they had a full stadium during COVID. Anyone who tells me, like, twenty-five percent of Texas A and M's massive stadium is like fifty thousand people, that's ridiculous. Anyway, I'm not gonna get mad about it. Um, not too mad at least. Arkansas does have the hardest schedule in the world. If you want to come at me with that, um, feel free. Well, I think I agree. All right. Next, like I said, we're doing a little cycle here. Um, we got Clemson, DJ Ungulele. Anyway, I don't give a crap. DJ U. DJ Uwe. Uwe. Un. Un. Ga. Ga. Lale. Uwe Ungale. DJ Uwe Ungale. Uwe Ungale. Lale. Lale. Uwe Ungale. Close enough. All right. Anyway, this video came out um, from the ACC Network. Unbiased, I'm sure. Um, ranking DJ. DJ. Um, the third best quarterback in the ACC. Ryan, do you agree? Um, I don't think he's the best quarterback in the ACC right now. I don't think he's the third best, though. You think he's the second? 
I think I would say it's a I second. I think it's a second, yeah. Sam Howell is probably the best quarterback in the ACC. Derek King's coming off freaking ACL. Um, he did last year, Derek King. Like, he was good, but he wasn't that good. And he has to run. You're telling me you trust a guy who just tore his ACL to be a mobile quarterback? I'm sure he can throw the ball. I'm sure he can throw the ball nice. But he also has to run the football. Yeah. Um, like, Sam Howell is probably – Top two, top three, the best quarterbacks in college football right now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, he is. I think he'll go in the NFL draft pretty high. Oh, yeah, I think he's up. He's definitely a first rounder. Um, Probably he'll end up being in the top ten. And he's a chance to be a. Um, I think I've heard some people say he's a chance to be number one if he, depending on how this season goes. Uh, yeah. Most people think that it's going to be Spencer Rattler of Oklahoma. That's what they're saying right now. Yeah, but um, we'll see. But he's, Sam Howell's the best in the ACC. I agree. D, I think DJ Uyunglele is the second best. Um, and I think they just ranked him at that because he's only played two games, really. He is kind of unproven. He did play two games. He, but, played, he had a great game against Notre Dame. And, and then he did, game, people do forget, he did lead a comeback win against Boston College. A great game against Boston College, too. Defense just sucked in that game. Right, a lot of people sucked, forget yeah. that. He did suck in that game, too. Yeah, so you know, who? Etn. Yeah, he did. Didn't he fumble a bunch? He fumbled, fumbled a lot in that Notre Dame game. Earned for a touchdown. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Yeah. Well, that was a little trap. Anyways, uh, I think he's the second best. Uh, and uh, after this season, you know, when Sam Howell goes on to the NFL draft, he will be the best, unquestioned. Uh, probably not. Derek yeah, King will be gone too, so there will be nobody yeah, to claim yeah, throw. One of the best in the country after what we see from him this year. I think he's going to really shine. Um, especially, I think his toughest game is Georgia, and um, Georgia's missing some pieces. So, all right, tell me what pieces they're missing. All right, so yeah, transitioning over to Georgia. Um, so, Georgia. Well, got- Clemson versus Georgia. Uh, Definitely not doing any pre-prime Georgia coverage here. Couldn't give two rats about Kirby Smart cheating ass. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. So okay, um, bye, my kids. That's not really that's Coach O impression. Never mind. Go ahead. He does have like a thick neck. Next time any of you look at Kirby Smart, if you made it this far in the video, look at his neck, thick neck guy. All right, go ahead, Ryan. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying he's got a thick neck. He he's like a meat bag looking fella. Anyway, go ahead. Anderson looking fella. But um, Georgia is missing um, quite a few players on both sides of the ball. Um, on the offensive side of the ball, they're missing George Pickens, who is their best wide receiver, arguably top five in college football. He tours ACL in spring camp. He will most likely play in the season, but not against Clemson. Um, so he's out. He's going to play in the season? You know, he most likely will play. I mean, he tore it in the spring, so like second Isn't half. Is that like a year thing? Eight months. Oh, okay. We'll see what happens. I mean, yeah. Depends on um, what kind of drugs they got him on. They got him those Clemson drugs. He'll be back. The uh, the second one that they lost on the offensive side of the ball was Arik Gilbert, who's a transfer. Oh, my goodness. He is a, he is a mess. He transferred from LSU to Florida. Left Florida. Right. Went back to LSU. Then decided he didn't want to be at LSU. Went to Georgia. This is all in one season. This current offseason. Went to Georgia and is now apparently not with the team for some reason. 
Um, they're not sure if it's an injury, if he's taking personal time. Kirby Smart won't say, but he's not practicing. They're thinking he's not going to play. Um, he's, he, you know, he was kind of the guy that they were expecting to take over for um, George Pickens to produce, really. He's like six foot five, like 250 pounds. He's a tight end who can catch, really. Um, and then they also, this past week, lost Darnell Washington, who was also a tight end. Um, they said that they, there's like some, like they saw he has like a, a boot on, he had a foot injury. Um, so they're saying he's going to be out probably about three to four weeks. So he'll probably be back around that South Carolina game, uh, for Georgia. And then the other one that they are, um, now out is Tariq Smith, who was also a transfer. Um, and, but he was expected to start. He was expected to start as uh, their defensive back. Um, he transferred from West Virginia. He was all big 12, um, but he also has a foot injury. It's apparently not as bad, but he's also expected to miss three to four weeks. Um, and, uh, he, he may have to have surgery on it. That's what they're saying. So it might be long, wow. but, um, so they're saying that you're down a wide receiver, two tight ends, and you're starting one of your starting defensive backs. Man. And the other defensive back. I'm starting to feel kind of different about this Clemson. If you uh, asked me a week ago, probably two weeks ago, I'd be like, oh, George should beat him. I don't know anymore. I'm feeling a little weird about it now. I think Clemson might have a shot. Uh, the, the, other, the, the one thing that still irks me and gives me a feeling that Georgia has a shot is that Darion Kendrick joined Georgia from Clemson. He transferred to Georgia. So he knows Clemson's entire playbook on all. I don't know about it. I mean – I believe he does know it. They're going to they're gonna switch him up, and he will probably start for Georgia against Clemson, if I had to guess. Yeah, no, this guy's out. Yeah, this guy. I think he was going to start out either way, but it's going to be, yeah. be interesting. Yeah, I think – I don't know how much Darion Kendrick – I mean, I don't want to bash the guy, but he's a loser. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know how much that's going to turn the tables. I think Georgia's offense still has to produce – um, I think JT Daniels, that's his name, right? Is a good quarterback. They're missing pieces. And Clemson's going to have a good defensive line. So Georgia's going to be able to block. They got to be able to protect JT Daniels. He's going to make the throws against Clemson, who's going to have a good, a pretty good defense. A lot of returning people. I think Clemson is talked about a lot offensively this year because of Justin Ross's return and DJ. And, you know, and kind of the new branding of the new era of Clemson offense. I feel like what's going underrated right now is the fact that Clemson's defense is good. Like, really good. Like, return most starters, if I'm not incorrect about that. No, most of them, uh, I think it was like two, maybe three who didn't return. Um, like, Mike Jones Jr. transferred to LSU, and then Darion Kendrick got kicked off and transferred to um, Georgia. Um, but, like, when Clemson's defense excels – is when Brent Venables has an incredible defensive line. Uh, and a defensive they line, have. they have it, exactly. The defensive line that they have right now is kind of reminiscent of their past defensive line. I don't think it's as good. I think they're but, younger. Yeah, they're definitely younger. They're That's younger. So, I, I mean, they have the potential to become that. But Brian Brzee is one of the best players defensively. Miles and Murphy. Xavier, what's-his-face, is back it. too, isn't he? They have so much depth on that defensive line. They, they look like their backups could start for Georgia. Like, really. Start for Arkansas. 
over yeah, just about anyone in the country except maybe Bama and like Ohio State. Um, maybe in Ohio so, State. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Uh, Ohio State's loaded, um, but yeah, I think it's going to be interesting. It, it, it's always weird when players are missing because you're not really planning for them. Um, like if George Pickens was like not having a torn ACL Clemson would be plant game planning how to stop him. Cause he's a star player. Now he's not there. It's like, well, who's the backup? How do we really plan for him? So it'll be, I, I, I still think it's going to be a close game. Sure. Um, all right. Clemson, Georgia discussion over Ryan, Oklahoma. I don't know anything about this. Nothing. Yeah. So, um, Obviously, there's a lot of hype with Oklahoma coming into the season. Uh, they're in the AP poll, they're number two, and in the coaches' poll, they're number three. Um, and like one of the big things the past Oklahoma teams have failed to have is a good defense. Oklahoma always has good offense. We know that. They have good running backs, a good offensive line, sure. receivers, quarterback, whatever. They have it all. Defense has always just – it's just not been there. Um, we A lot of Oklahoma fans, myself included, believe that Oklahoma finally has – a defense that could possibly win a championship. Um, and, um, you know, if everything goes right, it's it's kind of a veteran defense, a lot of seniors, um, and they've been around Alex Grinch's defense for three years now, so they know what he wants. Um, and I, after last year, last year the defense really came through. There were several games where they were the reason we won the game. It wasn't our offense. Our offense was sputtering at that times. And it was because of the defense. Um, we won those games. Um, and Oklahoma likes to call their defense the speed defense because they use very fast defensive linemen to pressure the quarterback. And then they like to use that pressure to get interceptions. That's like Alex Grinch's whole thing is to get pressure on the quarterback and get turnovers. That's his whole thing. Um, and you know, Nick Benito, who's going to be playing linebacker, a little bit of defensive defensive line is expected to be a first round draft pick in this upcoming uh, NFL draft. Um, so he's going to be a big part of it. I think he had eight and a half sacks last season um, on the defensive line. We also have two seniors in um, uh, Isaiah Thomas and Perry on Winfrey, both of which are predicted in the first, the second round draft pick range at this time. Um, and I, I think uh, Isaiah Thomas had six sacks. I think Perry on Winfrey had five. Um, and then in the, in the, the secondary, we have Woody Washington and then transfer from Tennessee, Key Lawrence, um, who I think is an upgrade in the safety position. So I think we're going to see a very fast, very lean Oklahoma defense that will get a lot of turnovers. And hopefully there'll be this beautiful combination that finally happens of defense and offense in Oklahoma. Maybe we'll get a championship. I mean, I'm hopeful. I mean, I'm, I, have my doubts. I don't know. This year seems like it could be a magical year, which means it probably won't happen because I don't know. It usually seems when it's too magical, it's too magical. I'm, I'm hopeful. Um, it's, I mean, obviously, the last time Oklahoma won that championship was 2000, which I wasn't watching football at that time. I was a little child. Um, but it would be really cool. It, it does feel like it's that and- before they go to the SEC. This thing is getting a lot harder <laughs> once they go there. So it is going to happen quick. But it does feel like everything is kind of coming together for this one season. See what happens. Yeah. Um, 
I was listening to a podcast yesterday. They were talking about um, Alex Grinch. The guy made a good point. He was uh, he mentioned that you know Alex Grinch is good. The only reason Mike Leach had a lot of success in Washington State was the fact that Alex Grinch was able to do what he was able to do up there. I mean, they had prolific offenses up there in um, Wazoo, but I still think Alex Grinch played a big role in helping them, yeah. you know, Alex be better Grinch. than Washington State had ever been ever in the history of ever. So Alex you know. Grinch took a defense of Washington State that was like ranking in the 90th to 100th in terms of total defense, and it took a bunch of two- and three-star recruit players at Washington State – and made it the 23rd best defense in the country. Mm. Um, and then, of course, coming to Oklahoma, the year before um, he came to Oklahoma, our defense was 101st in the country, and we made the playoffs with that defense. Um, and then he comes in, and every year it's gotten better. His first year, I think it was like 33rd, and his second year, I think it was in the low 20s. This year, if he can make top 10 and if the offense can click, I think they get a championship. Yeah, definitely. All right. We did it. Roundabout. South Carolina, Arkansas, Clemson, and Oklahoma. So there you go. Um, we're going to do a little recruiting. I'm going to run through these, and uh, we'll be done. So here we go. Recruiting. This is our big recruiting. Um, I don't know how much recruiting we'll be doing during the season, by the way. So if you enjoy the recruiting segments, let me know. We'll be doing a little bit because there's going to be a lot to talk about. A lot. Um, recruiting is important, though, so we will be mentioning the big boys. Um, all right, here we go. Are you ready? Three-star offensive lineman Joshua Bates committed to Oklahoma for 2023. Oh, I see something you didn't hear. I don't like it. Five-star Luther Berta decommitted from Oklahoma. Good. Good. How does it feel? Get a three-star and lose a five-star. <laughs> Four-star athlete Adeyan Bouillet. Has committed to Texas a and Man, I just killed that name. Good on me. Um, Four-star the- uh, Theodore Ostrom committed to Texas a and for 23. Um, Four-star tight end Shamar Easter has committed to Arkansas. Three-star tight end Jaden Ham committed to Arkansas for 2023. There was another four-star tight end we also got. You must um, – I won't blame you for it, though. I think that one guy might because we got two four-star tight ends over the weekend. I don't care. doesn't matter. Uh, four-star uh, wide receiver DJ Allen committed to TCU. Um, four-star safety Kamari Ramsey committed to Stanford. Um, four-star athlete Jake Pope committed to Bama. Four-star wide receiver Tara Toya McMillian. Oh, my God. <laughs> committed to Oregon. And four-star defensive back Adon Shula um, committed to Notre Dame. So there you go. How much recruiting this week? Not a whole lot. So recruiting. There you go. All right. This is the end of the episode. Covered a lot of good information in this. Prepare for week zero, I guess, next week. This is kind of the end of like the preseason for us. Right. This is kind of it. So this is the end of like the past episodes we probably had since the middle of July to now. If you enjoyed those style episodes, they're over. Because now we're just going to be doing previews and recaps, previews and recaps, previews and recaps, previews and recaps. And that's how it's going to go. So, all right, Ryan, any last thoughts? Preseason is over for us. I'm excited. Week zero next week. 
All right, preseason and recap, um, recaps and uh, previews, recaps and previews. Start saying in your minds, recaps and previews here on out for the next five months, six months, whatever it's going to be. So there you go. All right, here we go. Well, let's get here ready for some football. Are you ready for some football? Are you ready for the show? <laughs> All right, this is it. Peace out, everybody. Thank you for listening to TNR Fridays. I hope this episode was informative as we head into this next big weekend of college football. I hope you know what's going on in the world of college football. Any injuries, big games, big opponents for Arkansas, Clemson, and Oklahoma, and anything going on in the world of college football. Once again, thank you for following and sharing with your friends. I really do appreciate it. And thank you for listening to the TNR Sports Show podcast format. Thank you.